0: Hi, Steve Mursky here for Scientific American Science Talk. We're still on our Alaskan cruise with Bright Horizons. It's Bright Horizons number 22. For more information, you can go to scientificamerican.com travel. And we're sitting just outside the harbor. Really, we're in the harbor in Anchorage, Alaska. We're, we're very close to the, to the pier here. Uh, but we we were supposed to actually be tied up to the pier by seven o'clock this morning, Alaska time. It's now ten twenty-six, and uh, we're we're not quite safely tied up yet. Apparently, because of a combination of some strong currents and there's big tides here. There's a, apparently a thirty foot tide differential uh, possible every day, and. So we're just waiting until it's safe. There's, there was a tug earlier today I saw from my window just trying to get us nudged in a little closer. But we should be safely against the pier pretty soon and we'll be able to wander around in Anchorage. And um, I've heard that Anchorage is a, is a tough town. I heard that before I left New York. And in fact, let me share... An email I received from a friend of mine when he heard I was in Anchorage, he wrote, I saw a man knocked out cold in a street fight outside a bar last time I was in Anchorage as we stood outside with a tourism board representative. My son, then three, was with us. It was the middle of the afternoon. Everyone was a little worried the guy might be dead. We never found out. I figured that was pretty much the worst day of that tourism representative's career. Then he says there was a nice ice sculpture museum across the street from the maybe dead guy though, so uh, looks like looks like a tough town. But it's it's beautiful day and I'm sure we'll be in trouble. I mean not be in trouble. And um, I've I've got the TV on in the room that gives us our position. It's 61 degrees. minutes north, 149 degrees, 53.38 minutes west. And uh, the other day when I first gave you positions, I should have realized, because I had numbers bigger than 60 for the seconds, but uh, Twitter friend John Armstrong pointed out to me via email, or on Twitter that is, that um, you can't have more than 60 seconds. And then I realize that the figures here are in degrees, but then minutes and decimal points of minutes without the seconds. And um, it's now 1028. I'm doing a.m. radio. It's now 1028 a.m. I'll give you the time every two minutes. Um, We're going to go out for a hike in the surrounding hills as soon as we can get off the ship. But for now, I wanted to play you uh, some audio that I recorded back in Juneau. It takes a while to upload these things because we don't have an internet connection until we're back in a port, and a port of a fairly good sized town as well. We were in Hoonah the other day, and the internets, uh, the internets, the interwebs, as the series of tubes, as former Alaska Senator Ted Stevens might have called them, were um, not particularly reliable. So the other day when we were in Juneau, we were in a cab to get to the airport because we did a, fl- a float plane flight over what I thought was going to be the Mendenhall Glacier, but because of weather, we wound up flying over the Casement and Davidson glaciers. And I might have some audio of, of that for you in an upcoming episode. But when we were in the cab to get over to the airport uh, we, we were fortunate enough to be picked up by a very interesting cab driver name of James Dean or JD and we stopped along the way at a salmon ladder and I thought you might be interested to hear some of JD's narration on the ride over to the airport, and at the Salmon Ladder. The other voices you'll hear are me, Robin Lloyd, the web editor at Scientific American, and Neil Bauman and Teresa Maslich, who, who run the Inside Cruises, the Bright Horizons Cruises, in conjunction with Scientific American. So, without any further ado, from Juneau, Alaska, here's J.D. the Cabby.
1: Right up here you can see a picture on the wall. It's supposed to show you how the raven let the native out of the clamshell and he became man. All I gotta say about that is, natives were doing way better drugs than the white people. That's like evolution on steroids. You know, even Darwin stretched out a few hundred thousand years. Right up there is the capital. It used to be a high school. 1958, they moved the high school and turned that into office buildings. And then in 59, when we become a state, they turn it into the state capital. They complained that they're one of the few states that don't have a dome, they want to spend $65 million to build one with a dome. But every election, they spend $15 million lobbying to move the capital to Anchorage. If you look right down there, the gray house with red trim. That was beachfront property. All of this is landfill. The population again was? 30,786. Now one or two might have died, a couple might have been born, that's what they just the claiming at the beginning of the year. That's Douglas Island, 76 miles of shoreline around it. And only one fourth of the island is inhabited, uh, but all of it is city limits. From the end of Thang Road to the other end of the road, 53 miles, all of it, city limits. That makes us the third largest city in the world and the largest city in the United States by landmass.
0: A great portion of the glacier is within the city limits. Is that right?
1: Uh, Yes. City limits goes 12 miles out into the glacier. Do you know why the glacier is blue? No. It's because behind these mountains, we have 1,500 square miles of ice field. And every year, we get anywhere from 300 to 400 feet of snow up there. All that weight squishes all the air bubbles out of the ice, and it all colors light pass through it, set for blue, which reflects back out. it, then when it breaks off, calves off, whatever you want to call it, then it's brilliantly blue. And then the air and sunlight break down the crystals, then all colors light prism pass through it, and the ice appears white. That's about a mouthful, huh? (laughs)
0: Yeah, we did see some brand-new
1: blue at uh, the South Sawyer yesterday, where they just calved off. This four-lane highway was put in at the same time they filled in downtown in 73 use mine tailings to fill it in with at that time they only had enough technology to extract 30 to 50% of the gold so I'm not saying our streets are paved with gold I'm saying we paved over our gold one of six boat harbors and it still took me three and a half years to get just one of my boats in there it's, the waiting list is that long
0: well you need a boat if you're going to go anywhere right we're an island without a There's you know, not land a-
1: connection we're not an island we are landlocked uh-huh. we're connected to Canada but I got a 37 foot fiber form uh, with a 15 foot beam that means wide mm-hmm. and 25 uh, foot bay liner 15 uh, foot skiff and I build a dock that's 20 by 20 take it out behind the island drop anchor put the crap pot on the boil and uh, made up of grandkids fishing poles these people had beachfront property then they had a road they complained they couldn't pull their boats into their boat the house right there so at high tide they put a tunnel underneath the road and at high tide you can't the red top building with the gray wall is the fish hatchery if it wasn't for fish hatcheries we'd have no wild salmon that particular hatchery put out 126 million fish last year and out of that 8 to 10 percent will come back we get enough eggs to do it all over again Salmon so spawn within 10 feet of wherever they is born. They is born inside that building. They're coming back to it. You guys like to swing, swing in there and see the ladder fish coming up. It don't take very long at all. Yeah. Yeah. This old boy was speeding along, and officer pulls him over and comes up to his window and says, "Sir, let me see your driver's license." He said, "I don't got one." Officer says, "Why not? DUI." Okay. He said, well, let me see your registration and proof of insurance. Don't got that either. It's not my car. I shot the guy that owns the car, guns in the glove box, bodies in the trunk. Officer says, I'm calling for backup. He said, okay. The other officer gets there and walks up and says, so you don't have a driver's license? got a driver's license, here you go. Huh? Well, okay. So you don't have proof of insurance or registration? Yeah, I do. He said, don't get a glove box, there's a gun in there. He said, no, there's not. And he opens up the glove box, gives him proof of insurance, registration. Officer said, is there a dead body in the trunk? He said, well, of course not. He pops the trunk. Officer goes back and walks, comes back. He says, I don't understand. The other officer said, you didn't have a driver's license, didn't have proof of insurance, didn't have registration, had a gun, had a dead body in the trunk. He said, I bet you he said I was speeding too, huh? This little boy had a mean dog, bit everybody in the neighborhood, killed everybody's dog in the neighborhood. Takes to the store with him and ties to a fire hydrant. Very soon this old boy comes into the store and said, is that your mean dog out front? The guy said, yes it is, stay with bite you. He said, no, won't. Well, my dog killed it. <sighs> your dog killed it. What kind of dog you got to kill my dog? He said, a Mexican chihuahua, it's like a Mexican chihuahua killed my big old dog. Let's see this killer dog. He walks outside, looks around, sees his dog, laying they dead. He's like, so where's this killer dog at? Still stuck in his throat.
0: Right. <laughs> is that the newspaper, the Juno Empire? Yes, it is.
1: Doing a tour, they're telling them about the hatchery here. We can just see the ladder. Yeah, you see the ladder and go up and see the bunch of fish aquariums inside. They got some salmon dip in there that it is to die for. Right. I buy a bunch of it all summer long, and then in the winter I pass it out for Christmas presents.
0: This is the Macaulay Salmon Hatchery and Visitor Center. So can you
1: explain a salmon ladder to me? Well, salmon, they keep them for six months to imprint on their brain where they was from, okay? And because each creek smells different. Well, the kings grow up for six years, dogs grow up for three years, silvers grow up for four years, but then they go as far away as Japan and come back and spawn within 10 feet of wherever they was born. So they're coming water. up, This here's ocean out here, salt water, they come up and it can take anywhere from two hours to two weeks, depending on how close they are to spawning. And they come up the ladder and uh, go inside there. Why and do you make it hard? Why build a ladder? Because salmon are, you can't just have water running that there fast down, yeah. it has to have stops, uh-huh. you know? And the salmon are used to jumping waterfalls and different things to get up and uh they like to the fight and they also jump up and turn sideways and hit slap down to break their egg sac now they say that they anesthetize them here and what they do is run a small current of electricity through the water and then whop them in the head with a steel pipe they call that anesthetizing uh, then uh, they cut them open put the eggs in a sterile bucket take the males and squirt them in there now they've been artificially inseminated.
0: So, they're, they're just let back out into the wild and they find their way back here when they're ready? Yes. Um, they go as far away as Japan and come back. So, how have you come to know so much? You just absorb whenever you come in here and hear them talking? or?
1: Well, that's era and I look things up on the internet to uh, a lot of cab drivers they pick up people and take them to the glacier and they talk on the phone the whole way. Right. <laughs> My, myself, somebody calls me while I'm got people in the. I say, make it quick. I got customers. They're paying me for me to entertain them, not you. And I hang up. And so a lot of times I go out and pick up people from the glacier that other cab drivers have taken. Oh, we're going to get an example. Hey, um, be quick. I'm, I'm tripping. I got people in here. Okay, I'll, yes, I'll, I'll call you as soon as I drop off. And are you a Juno native? No, I've, I moved up here in 91. Oh, from where? Red Bluff, California. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so have you noticed the uh, glacier receding a lot since you've been here?
1: Yes, so, the glacier was 250 yards this side of the waterfall when I first got here. Now it's 350 feet the other side of the waterfall. So 500 and some odd feet in 20 years? Yards, not feet. Right.
0: Both, oh my word. both numbers were in yards just now? Mm hmm. Yeah.